2: Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to the Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number, what, 397? Wow, we're almost at 400. I wonder if we should have a party. Parties are good. I like parties. We should have a party. Hey, uh, there's a couple of things that I really want to talk about tonight that are really um, turning my cow. Uh, first off is this A&W commercial with uh, uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans, and they're all talking about this new Beyond the Meat burger where they, they, it's not really meat it's beyond meat and i don't know what your gut is that like beyond death or beyond life or you know when you go into the afterlife and it's you're you're in the great beyond and then it's a burger uh no anyhow beyond, it's called beyond meat and it's supposed to be like a veggie burger supposed to be made up of like 450 different chemicals way worse than a can of coke for you it's supposed to be good for you because it's not meat and meat is supposed to be bad well i don't Think meat's bad because I'm really healthy and I eat lots of meat, and that's kind of what I do. I eat chickens and I eat cows, and and I and you know seriously, there's two type of people in the world: those who love bacon and liars. And I'm not a liar. I love bacon, so it's just a fact. We just we eat meat. We're carnivores. Humans are carnivores. You can tell by our teeth, and we're supposed to eat meat. So people who eat veggies are you know you're welcome to go and do it, but you know you're really pissing off my cows by eating their food okay because like vegetables and stuff that's what food eats and food is a cow so cows eating grass makes good food for me so you, if you're only a vegetarian just know that you're out that you're starving cows out there and deer and 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 bison and 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 moose and bear and all sorts of other animals you're depriving them of their 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 food okay and i think that really sucks but now a now got this Beyond Meat burger, which I think is really cool because um, now cows can have burgers because it's been – we've been discriminating against cows because uh, hamburgers have always been beef and for the most part anyhow. And, and now they're made out of veggies, so cows can eat them because before cow having a hamburger was uh, – he was being a cannibal, and that's, that's bad. At least I've been told that's bad. I don't eat humans, so I don't think the cow should eat a cow either. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. Now, where's where, what's this got to do with football? Well, A&W is, is – is, putting out these Beyond Meat commercials. Now, a is a huge sponsor of the CFL. If you look at all the different games, there's an A&W logo at Centerfield. It, they're a huge sponsor of the CFL, and I, I'm, I'm all over that. I eat a I eat a, a, a Papa Burger or Grandpa Burger, um, you, know, you know, a couple, three, four, maybe even five times a week. You know, I love the stuff. I've been eating a burgers for 35 years And uh, I don't like McDonald's. I don't eat any other type of burger. I don't go out for other burgers because they're not really burgers. They're terrible. I mean, McDonald's isn't food, is it? I don't think that's food. Anyhow, uh, so NW is good. But now this whole Beyond the Beef burger is just like wrong. And we're not going to talk about that. So, uh, But what the problem is is that all these commercials, they're interviewing these people. They're they're giving them a Beyond the Meat burger, and they're letting them try this thing. But they're all wearing rider uniforms, rider jerseys or T-shirts or green of some kind or another because they're just – that's what Saskatchewan folk do. They don't really have real clothes. You know, they don't have like real t shirts and you know, Carhartt and, 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 and Cabela's and stuff like that. They don't have real clothing. They just have great rider stuff. And I think it's because it's real cheap and it's like Sally Ann stuff. But um, you know, so anyhow, these a w A and W is giving these guys a beyond the Mer- uh meat burger and they're they're on camera and they're saying that these things are wonderful and they almost taste the same. Well, what's happened now is the cattleman's association in Saskatchewan is throwing a shit over this and saying that, you know, what the hell are you doing with you? You're wrecking our livelihood by trying to, promote veggie burgers on things and and we're big sponsors of, of um cfl and of Saskatchewan, and you know we, we write your paychecks so you got to stop doing this and and so there's a big going on back and forth over this beyond the meat burger and uh i just think it's hilarious as hell and uh of, w- of course which i would never try this i would never i've never had a vegetable in my mouth because that's what food eats i've already established that uh, no, I've never had a vegetable ever, ever, any type of vegetable, and uh, because I don't really count potatoes vegetable, because French fries are good. Okay, so we're gonna just carry on it and do this. And now, what's my second rant? Because that's that, th- this one's over, because it's really stupid. But it's it's all about riders, and riders think that their their fans think they're the center of the universe, so they can go off and advertise for A&W's beyond the meat burger. Well, you know what? This is cattle country. We eat beef, so let's just move on from that. Okay, now, uh, second thing is Drew Edwards put out his big rant. This, is, this was a, a going-away uh, post, okay? Now, on Let's Talk CFL Facebook group, we, we do not allow people to do goodbye posts, okay, or whatever they're called. Um because they, they they do this, they always write the ad, and they trash the admin of the group, and they trash certain types of elements of the people in there, and they're just downright nasty, and we delete them because it's you know what? If you're not going to be a part of the group, just fuck off. Just go away, shut up and and, and bye-bye, right? We don't need to hear your bullshit after you're gone. We' it was bad enough that we put up with your bullshit when you were in the group, and obviously, it was bullshit because we were about to kick you out, and that's why you left. And or you left because we were going to kick you out or whatever, or you just got kicked out. Then you don't get to say these goodbye things, but you got to leave on your own if you're going to do that. So, um, we don't allow people to do that in the group, and that's that makes sense. Most groups don't do that. I mean, you, you go talk to any of the CFL groups, none of them will allow you to do that. Most groups, regardless of whether it's tractor pulling or whatever, don't allow you goodbye posts. So Drew Edwards, who has been the, the, the founder and, and partner and owner of 3Down Nation, which uh, is basically a CFL, uh, an independent CFL news conglomerate it, it's a, a group of different writers from different cities and everything else they put the stuff down anyhow you guys all know what three down nation is i don't have to tell you about that um he's leaving three down nation he's given up ownership of it to justin dunk he's given up uh, uh editorial rights and and e- everything it's justin's ball now to to go and which is okay because we've kind of like justin dunk and he's he's done some good things in the past and uh drew edwards is just pretty much a clickbait writer we don't the shit that he writes is garbage and uh we really don't care whether he comes or goes or actually it's kind of good that he's leaving um but then he writes this big goodbye post about this oh how sad he is about you know how much time uh, like already shut up and leave and i i don't know why i read it i because i really did i read it to the end and the worst thing about the whole thing was that he said he was still going to continue to write articles for us well we don't want you to we never wanted you to Justin Dunk was okay. Uh, old, uh, Lowell Aldridge was good. And, you know, there's a bunch of guys that were playing, writing for Three Down Nation that wrote decent articles about football, and they kind of knew what they were talking about. Drew Edwards, you don't know what the shit you're talking about. And you make garbage up. And, all, and you admitted yourself that you do clickbait. And, we all, you know, seriously, you write this stupid headline, and then the article has nothing to do with Come on, seriously. Get over yourself. We don't care. Go away. Okay, go away. Um, okay, so I'm done with that, and uh, we're gonna open up the mics here because I can do that. We got Charles and we got Will on on board tonight. Uh, Charles, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. I'm just sitting here enjoying a Beyond Meat burger. No, I'm not. I, I, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I slap that you side give the head. <laughs> give me beef. I'm good with that. You can eat your plants. They always say it's plant based, but they don't tell you what plant it's from. Or what planet Thanks. Uh, I'll pass Beyond me okay. Beyond common sense too uh, Yep Anyhow Whichever Yeah exactly and, and, and of course the Riders are the team that finds themselves in the middle of this Because what other team would
2: Well yeah yep. But you know If If the BC if they were BC Lion fans, it it would be no big deal because in Vancouver it's almost kind of trendy and 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 hip to be doing this vegan shit, right? Um, but you know in Toronto's probably the same thing. Montreal even probably even more so. Uh, you know they love their poutine. Um, but you know, Saskatchewan, shit man, this is cattle country. Yep. I mean, the only only thing worse could have been Stampeder fans. Seriously. You yeah, know, I Sam know. Sam done this, it would have been – how stupid. But because mm-hmm. it's Ryder fans, and they think they're the center of the goddamn universe, they, this whole thing just blew up. And I think it's mm-hmm. funny as hell.
1: Yeah. No, it is. It's, it, I can't believe it blew up the way it did, though, because I think it's – it's a non-issue. I think it's such a stupid topic to begin with. But whatever. It is what it is. It is.
2: And and I just don't understand why people feel the need to post comments on this or, or mm-hmm. put up these little uh, GIF yeah. things. I, I hate GIF things on my uh, on the group. I, I delete any and every one I see. Uh, I don't care what it's about. I don't care if it's funny. I don't care if it's it, it's, it's got a point or whatever else. Uh-uh. Bang. It's gone. And just mm-hmm. it, it they just piss me off because they – and you post them all the time in our Facebook group. they really kind of annoying, Charles. I just thought well, I'd share like that you. with you.
3: Yeah, yeah I, know. I know.
2: Okay. Okay. So let's uh move on and uh oh look, we got a new post from Rod Peterson show. I uh, Will, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing?
3: I'm I'm good, thanks. Um I I am shocked and amazed that they do that commercial with a Sketch One rider fan a Sketch One Rough Rider fan because I'm thinking that beef is a big part of the Saskatchewan economy. I'm just thinking out loud. You guys agree with me or disagree with me? Oh yeah. Okay, I I think it's a big part. Of course. And just so you know where I stand, um I think it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago I went out for my stepson's forty second birthday or forty first birthday, and we went to the keg and
2: nice restaurant, like it
3: absolutely, and in the summertime they have a special they have a yeah, they l- have a lobster, they have a
2: lobster man no no, no
3: no no no, but they also have a twenty four ounce prime rib, okay,
2: Ooh.
3: and let me tell you how good that thing was, okay, <laughs> it was fantastic and Quite truthfully, I could have eaten a second one, okay? It was that good. So if they ever go to Beyond Beef Prime Rib, I just quit, okay? I'm done. (laughs) I'm just going to pack my bags and move to some foreign country that actually has cows, okay? So just saying. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, and no disrespect to vegetarians, but everybody needs meat, man. It's that simple it's it's part of it's part of it's part of the world okay so,
2: so did it's did you simple. guys re- read this 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 letter <laughs> this letter by uh From, anthony okay. Partabillo, the uh, chief brand officer with the saskatchewan rough riders and and, no. and they raised their concerns with a and w and a and w said that the uh the ad is 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 absolutely not trying to convert Their existing burger customers from beef burgers to veggie burgers, but it's to attract new customers into the restaurant who wouldn't normally have come in because they didn't eat beef. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's fair.
1: I have no problem with that.
2: I have no problems with that either, but the fact is that seriously, what vegan would go into a burger joint to eat? Wouldn't they go to Subway or something?
1: Don't they normally pick at the burger joints?
3: I don't know. Well, no, but you know what's happening? The whole world is starting to slant towards millennials, okay? And and that's part of what this is all about, okay? Oh. So, what their, can you Their do?
2: next, next two-week campaign, okay, the company's next campaign will feature a new menu option, which is a 100% Canadian prairie-raised bison burger. Now,
1: that okay. I will go for. Now, that now they're doing it. Now they're gonna do a bison burger and <laughs> and, about and all, from you.
3: one end of the, the spectrum to the other, I tell Hell you yeah. what the first time the first time I saw the post today about the all chemical burger, I got up from my desk and I got in my car and I drove to n w and I ordered two teen burgers and ate them on the way back to the office and man, they were so good, they are funny. They,
2: they are, they are. I, I, eat those, they are. I want multiple burger patties. So I go after the like the grandpa burger with three patties in it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, because I like beef. I'm a meat eater. But I'm I a did, carnivore. But I
3: did, I did have what are what are onion rings? Is that a vegetable?
0: Yeah. I don't know.
3: That, okay, does,
0: I,
2: I've never originated? had one. I've never had one, okay, so, so I think so we're I can yeah, count so as
3: I did eat some onion rings too, so I guess that was my vegetables. So and I'm when, not a i am not I think when they're coated
2: thing. in for batter sure. and deep fried I don't I think they go beyond the the, the,
3: the veggie category. <laughs> well, that's beyond, beyond, they're, beyond they're, the it's beyond yeah. the vegetable. I, I
2: I think they get more into the um almost the carb type of thing with bread and stuff.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I, <laughs> so I just made the comment the other day that I'm waiting for the beyond carrot. Yeah, apparently it's made of pork. <laughs>
3: yeah, okay. You know, vegetables, vegetables, Christopher, are very good as I long as know. they're deep fried, okay? As long as they're deep fried, okay? They're awesome.
2: It's yeah, no, I've never I've never had a vegetable. You're
3: still not okay. Never. Okay.
2: Never. Honestly, people okay, don't believe I'm, me. I've never
3: eaten a vegetable. I'm not a I'm not a big vegetable fan either. I come home from work, and my wife usually cooks me a steak.
2: Yeah.
3: So that would be a steak on a a plate, and that's it. Wow.
2: Well, I I do eat potatoes, okay? I don't know whether that actually counts as a a vegetable or is that
1: like a starch. Why not? It's in the ground.
3: Is it it
2: deep fried? No, I I like baked potatoes with uh, lots of butter and bacon on it.
3: Okay, well, mm. there you go. That's beyond Copia, Copia that's a is beyond the vegetable, amount. too. Once you put bacon
1: on it, it's no longer a vegetable.
2: Yeah, that's well, it's got to have bacon. How can you eat potato without vegetables, without, without bacon? Because it, it, it tastes like potato then. Gross. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I'd much rather have my potato taste like bacon because uh, everybody loves bacon, right? And French fries, they got to be, like, almost burnt, like al- like crispy burnt. I love that. that. That's how I eat my French fries. If I bite into a French fry and it tastes like a potato, I, like, spit it out and get really mad and give them a glaring look up at the counter and say, what the fuck? Okay.
3: There you go. Are we done now? And they know that.
2: When, when I go into a W, they know that. They, they give me, they, are we th- Well, I'm hungry, okay? I'm talking I am food. Okay, hey, let, let's seat. talk about Drew Edwards. What do you think of Drew Edwards' uh, departure There is that. How is that going to affect the CFL? How's that going to affect us as fans of the CFL? How's that going to affect Three Down Nation? Uh, it, what, what's going on? I mean, did, this is like, oh my God, the sky is falling. Drew Edwards is leaving, or are we going to throw a party and celebrate? Good question, eh?
3: You know, well, yeah. I mean, Three Down Nation articles, some of them are pretty good. Okay, so, yeah, In the reality, ones not written some by them him are pretty good. Um, and I was going to mention Drew who, okay, because that's what it's going to be a week from now. Drew who, um, but you know what? Three down. It's funny because I post stuff online, and today I got to work and I looked at my phone and there was an article about uh, uh, I can't remember his last name. His 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 first name. Sorry, his last name is Sopick. He's a linebacker for the Calgary Stampeders. And I just posted this thing. I didn't read it. And then about three hours later, somebody on UK, Let's Talk UK, um, put it up there and said, can someone please explain this second paragraph? It was done by, by stampeters.com, and I read the article, and the second paragraph, you've you got to find this article and read it. It makes no sense whatsoever. Really? It was written by somebody who was illiterate. I'm sure, and I know illiterate people. So, and you got to find it and read it because it's pathetic. You, you
2: hang out with some of them. Okay, okay so we we'll just well, go over it because it's probably I, I easier it. if
3: we went up to CFL UK cause... Well, I read it again in my office, and it's like, am I just stupid? So somebody happened to walk by my office and I said, "Come in here, read that." And they looked at me, and they said, someone actually published that? So, I guess it was pretty much bad. So, there you go. (laughs) Can somebody translate
2: this paragraph to English? Now, in his rookie, Fraser Sopek, out of Western University, is modeling this color schemes nowhere near the game, and... The road to here and much uh, now much different, but the dreams, the ambitions, aren't from when a kid from Truckee, California, via West Eastern Washington, arrived in Alberta provincial capital back in late spring 2011.
3: <laughs> can you believe Drew that?
1: Edwards?
3: Could this is you believe Drew that?
1: Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Drew Edwards?
3: I don't. know. I don't no. know. It was on. Stampeders dot com. Stampeters.com. Oh God.
1: A, a guy what named George Johnson, mean? your stamps authority. Oh boy, but not an authority on the English language, good lord.
2: Did did he really just? Did he really post? I mean, does do do they Do they not have editors and proofreaders and anything?
3: Cause, I don't like, know because they I, can't. I I made I well no no and I said to myself after I saw that okay will before you post this stuff, you got to read it.
2: Yeah. I mean,
3: because I would not even caught on to that. I, I've picked on the, the, the
2: education system in the prairies for decades because it's, it's, it, it's not quite the same as the other parts of this country. Uh, but that's pathetic. I, seriously, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, the, the funny thing about it is he's got proper punctuation. Now, comma, in his comma, rookie, Fraser Sopek out of the out of Western University is is no university that is modeling. Period. The see, I don't understand. And, and one thing he says that he's out of uh, Western University, and then a, says he's that's via Canadian Eastern university, Washington. Isn't
3: it? That's a Canadian university, isn't it? Western University. And then he says the guy's from California and he went By to East, Washington.
2: Eastern, Eastern Washington, yeah. Which is the school that um, Adam Big Hill went to.
3: Uh huh. And it's like, wow.
1: That's crazy. That's awful. It doesn't make any sense.
3: None. Zero.
1: It, no I'm like, I have no idea what this person is trying to say. I don't either. Oh man!
3: Matter of fact, I think I'm gonna write a letter to Stampeders.com because, like, wow. But the uh, yeah, for it, Charles, I've read it 48 times. It still doesn't make sense to me.
1: Is yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
3: Anyways, Drew Edwards that is might want to hire a proofreader. Maybe.
0: So and that was well. written
1: with in the age of spell check, and where you can maybe uh-huh. the, there's, where no, spelling stu- no, there's uh, no spelling mistakes.
3: <laughs> no, there's no spelling mistakes. No, there's
1: And
2: look at it; it's got good grammar. Like, I mean, like good punctuation.
3: But it just doesn't make any sense. It's just, I have no idea was, what he's trying was, to say. Was he, was he editing it or something and just screwed up of what he I wanted think to post?
1: I, it has to be something like that because uh, that looks like it's he was writing and editing and maybe cut and pasted something in the wrong... I don't know what it is, but it, it, one thing it's not is a coherent paragraph.
3: No, no. So yeah, I don't know what can you do. So yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up since I have so many grammar masters on this podcast. So
2: yeah, well, I'm sorry. It just grammar bothers me. You have to. I know.
3: You have I know, to speak I know, properly. I know, and, I know. You know. I know. And, 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 I get it.
2: And and what's worse is, is people who who get the 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 words mixed up like there and there and two two and two, um, you know and your and your I, that one's another one. Everybody says uh, yeah, never mind. I'm just not going to go there. But you know, just
3: get the right well, word. Well, let's take that let's take that one step further. One of my favorite shows on TV, and don't 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 judge me, guys. Is America's Got Talent, okay? And they have guest judges show. once a week. Yeah. They have guest judges once a week, and Queen Latifah was on there, oh, and fuck. she's one of my favorite. <laughs> she's one of my favorite people. Okay, <laughs> and the word that bothers me the most is, you know what it is, Christopher? People who say, "irregardless." <laughs> There's no such a word. That's not even a and word. She said that she said that live on television and it was like, Oh my god, really did she say that? Yes. And yeah, it's terrible. People use that word all the time. And if they just think about it for two seconds, they'd realize no, how stupid it is. It's <laughs> regardless. Yeah, yes, I get that.
2: Irregardless
3: is if, not a word if, if i get if I get emails from people that say irregardless, I delete them and don't even reply.
2: How would you spell that
3: <laughs> i r r e how do they spell it if they start with an oh I- like irresponsible I-R-R. right yeah irresponsible
2: exactly. is a word okay.
3: So it's cause wait hang on okay. Check, would spell check catch Because there's no spelling for it, because there's no such a word.
2: No, no, no. Okay. So did you guys notice the uh the crossover rule that Phyllis pointed posted? No. Okay. Let I, I'm go gonna on, read this I, to you. I'm gonna read this to you just so that you understand. If the fourth place team in Division A has more points not tied then the third place team in Division B. The fourth place team will cross over to Division B, replace the third place team in Division A, and compete against the second place team of that division. That's the official crossover rule. Okay. Does that make sense to you?
3: I think it does because I know what the crossover rule is.
2: Right. But. They 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 mixed up Division A and Division B in here, and they said that the fourth place team will replace the third place team in Division A. So as it stands right now, Edmonton would replace Saskatchewan, <laughs> eliminating Hamilton or eliminating Toronto. No, yeah, Toronto, Toronto. from the playoffs oh. or or Ottawa okay. from the playoffs. I I'd,
3: I'd be okay with that.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand it. It's kind of weird. Everybody goes on and starts, you know, on a rant about the crossover and why it should be deleted and how it's wrong and everything else. And Phyllis just posted up a funny and, uh, nobody caught on. Uh, And I think it was pretty funny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Charles. Um, Charles just posted us something. He said, my law professor said, irregardless, in class today. Yes. Hello? I'd like my tuition back for this class.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I think I would ask for my tuition back. I I typed it into Twitter, and that's the first thing that came up.
3: That word sends shivers through my body. Okay? I mean, literally... Literally, when someone says that, I shut down. I was at a safety course about three years ago, and in the first three minutes, the instructor said "irregardless," and I played on my iPad for the rest of the class. Yeah. Okay,
2: so let let's get on this. And I got nine. And I got
3: ninety-eight percent on the test. So yeah, yeah, okay.
2: So. um we're just going to move on because we have things to do, and this yes. has been half an hour, and it, we really – it, it was fun. It was fun. It was We, we kind of got to talk football. But you know what? We've we, we gone past, like, what, 25% of the show, and we haven't talked about any Eastern teams. So, well, we did kind of. We talked about how pathetic the Eastern division was in the crossover. Oh, no, we didn't really talk about how pathetic they were, well, but, did but you we
3: wanna, could. Did you want to talk about Eastern teams? Let's just say Ottawa sucks. Okay? Yep. Okay. There we go. Okay. We talked about
2: them. Cause we talked about them, and we talked about them more than we really talked about any other team except for the Riders because they are eating fake burgers, and right. Rider fans are eating fake burgers and liking them. So you yeah. <laughs> know. Oh my God. I think I scrape better things off the bottom of my shoe. That's just beside the side <laughs> point. Okay, so, um, yeah, we've got lots to talk about in this show. Andrew Harris is back after his two-game suspension for taking too many drugs. Very bad. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Okay, so the first show, uh, first game up, this is a, a four-game week. we got the Calgary Stampeders going over to Toronto to play the Argonauts at home in uh, BMO Field. And, wow, this is going to be a game of the century. Toronto is currently in... Um, Last place in the East, but they're playing better football than the third place team, which is the Ottawa Redblacks. So anyhow, um, Ottawa sucks because they're just not playing well at all. Uh, hang on, why have I got this up there? Calgary Stampeders, we better get rid of them. Okay, no, I don't want to go to the BC Lions site, I want to go, oh, jeez. CFL.ca just pissed me off. Okay, so yeah, let, let's let's correct. Yeah, that's right. Toronto's in the bottom basement at the record of two and nine, uh, and uh, playing the Calgary Stampeder. So we're probably thinking this is going to be two and ten, which is like the same record the BC Lions have. Excellent. BC might not be at the bottom of the league soon. That would be a good thing. Okay, so the first game up, Charles, is uh, Calgary and Toronto. What's your take on this one? What's your scores?
1: Hmm. This is a lot more interesting one than it would have been about four weeks ago because I don't think anyone would have predicted uh, Toronto to even be competitive with the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, Are they going to be? Well, they've got a better chance of being. I don't know whether or not they will. Calgary's still a far better team. Let's call it what it is. I mean, yes, the Toronto uh, Argonauts have definitely been better of late, but the Calgary Stampede is Ever since Evil Levi by Mitchell's come back they've been rolling They steamrolled uh, Edmonton Back to back They had a close one but they still pulled out The win last week against Hamilton So I mean They're a team that's really rolling right now Bo by Mitchell has got that team running really well uh, Reggie Bagleton Has stepped up into, into A top notch receiver uh, Their defense is really um, Shutting people down So I really think that um, Calgary is playing as good, if not better, than any other team in the CFL right now. Um, I do think that it's an interesting game, but I do think that the Stampeders, even though this one's in Toronto, they're the better team. They're playing better now. Toronto has been better, but they're still the Argonauts. There's still issues with that team. Uh, one or two wins isn't going to make a huge uh, difference with me. And quite frankly, Calgary is just a, a much better team. So I think that Toronto can keep this one somewhat respectable. Um, but uh, I'm still picking Calgary to win this one. They're just playing too well right now, I think, than to lose to Toronto. But I'll say Calgary 35 and Toronto 27.
2: Okay. Awesome. Now, just uh, for the record here, we got Mark's score. Mark had to... Uh, he, he's a panty waste tonight. He, he's got to get up early in the morning and go to work, so he didn't want to come on the show. Um, Calgary 27, uh, Toronto 19 are Mark's scores, and I just got a message from Phil, who is... Uh, actually, will be coming on the show shortly, but he gave me his score, and he's actually picking Toronto 28-26. Now... God, that, that one's weird. He's leading the uh, the group here in no. in, in quality no, picks, not. is he not? No. 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 Mark, Mark
3: is Mark is leading.
2: Mark is leading.
3: Okay.
2: okay. I, I wasn't here on the Sunday show, so I can't. I'm
3: he went say that. six okay. straight, Christopher. He went six straight. Yep. Mark did. Yes. What a dick. Yep. Yes.
2: Okay. Well, good for him. Um, anyhow, so I guess Phil's trying to catch up some ground here, but he's picking Toronto and I, even I can't do that. Okay. Uh, Will, uh, you Calgary Homer, I, I, you gotta well, be picking the
3: stamps here. So what's going on? Or how bad is this going to you Are you picking I'm a gonna, 50 yeah, burger? You haven't picked a 50 burger yet this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the stamps, but I have some concerns. And my concerns are this Toronto played Calgary in week five and they only lost to them by 10 points at home in Calgary and it was a tight game all the way till the fourth quarter i think um it looks like it is not Calgary a for sure thing in the beginning yet,
2: of the season though
3: it's not a for sure thing yet but Reggie Begleton may not play and uh Corey that. Greenwood Corey Greenwood may not play Okay, that's two big guys for the Stampeders. Two huge guys for the Stampeders. And, I mean, it's not a for sure thing yet. I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Next man up.
2: Well,
3: yeah, but their next man's up for disappearing quick. Next man up. I am concerned about this game and the other concern that it gives me is Calgary has a bye next week and Maybe they're not completely into it. And they never do well. They never do well at Eastern road trips. So saying that. Okay. I'm going to pick Calgary. (laughs) I like to pick Calgary. Um, 48. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's one other thing. There's one other thing. Hold on. You're a puppy. There's one other thing. Um, The last time. Calgary played Toronto. Uh, the law office threw four interceptions, but since that since that week, he's only he's only thrown three other ones since then. So was Calgary's defense that good, or was he just that bad that day? Anyways, I gotta pick a Toronto or Calgary. Sorry, Calgary forty-eight, Toronto uh, twenty-eight.
2: I I, I called you a puppy for the simple fact that you picked 48. You're two points away from a 50-burger, and you wouldn't give it to them.
3: Nope. Nope. I don't think their offense is that high-powered.
2: But you're going to give them 48 points.
3: (laughs) Yeah, just because it doesn't matter if I pick Calgary, because everybody else is going to pick Calgary except for Phil, because he's a Saskatchewan and he was probably eating the no-meat burger this weekend, and that's why he's changed his mind. Checking um, uh, his brain? That's correct. I mean, you need meat to work your brain. And on top of that, everybody three-quarters of the people are going to pick Calgary, and I'm not going to pick the score right anyway, so it doesn't matter.
2: It's kind of like my philosophy.
3: Yeah, well, the only difference is I have the only saving grace I have this year is I'm not the first biggest loser. You're the first biggest loser. I'm the I'm second the biggest loser. loser and then everybody else and everybody else would, is after that. So
2: it wouldn't take much for me to pass by you. I just want to share that. You're you're pretty close. You're not there's, no, there's think, not I, a lot I of lot of distance between the two of us. Okay. So CJ's coming in here and I am going to go the opposite direction. And I'm going to pick uh, Calgary winning this one, but I'm going to get them winning it 28-18. Okay, I'm going low on this one. Oh, we just lost somebody. Who did we lose? I think we Not lost me, Will. Here. Will. Phil, you're Can here? you drop off? I'm here. I have one of the yeah, guys well, from Alberta.
1: Will, Will dropped off. He just said, I got excited. Call me back. I got excited.
2: <laughs> Hope you didn't get a woody. Okay, uh, that's another thing that we could talk about in about A and W. they're chubby, chubby chicken—that's just wrong. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, let's uh, let's call Will back. Bring a ding a ding.
4: Hello, Phil. No, Phil's hey, Charles.
2: here. Hey, while you're doing that, I'll Hello. defend why I'm picking. Yep. Oh, Will, you're live. Okay. I'm live. Go, go okay. ahead, Phil. Go ahead, Phil. I'll,
4: I'll defend why I'm picking the Toronto Argonauts to win. Uh, That's
0: Toronto Argonauts are on a bye
4: bi- They're on a bye bi- week. It's, it's all about rest. They're on a bye bi- week, or they've just taken a bye bi- week. And the Calgary Stampeders have ended up with those one of those tight schedule issues. This will be their fourth game in 19 days. Yeah, they're sure, tough. Toronto's at home, and Bully by Mitchell hasn't really looked his old self yet since he's come back.
2: No, he's looked his his typical self, okay? It's the rest of the team around him is not supporting him the way that they, he, they used to.
4: He never was very good. Reggie Bagelven yeah he's, this he's game only
3: game. he's only got he's only got three wins since he came back. He's not looking like himself.
4: <laughs> and you yeah. know those two key injuries that you mentioned will they're, they're important.
2: Okay. Oh, calm down. Okay, the next game up is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They're traveling west to Edmonton. Wow. Now this is an interesting game. Is this going to be the, like the Edmonton Eskimos have been in a free fall for the last, since, you know, almost the first third of the season here and they're just not doing really well where Hamilton is actually playing pretty good considering they lost their number one quarterback, Jeremiah Mazzoli. Uh, Dane Evans is playing respectable. He's not playing great. Um, Are they going to be able to go into Edmonton and steal one away from the Eskimos or is it really stealing one away from the Eskimos where, the Hamilton Tire Cats are the favorites. Uh, what's your call here? Okay, we got Mark picking Hamilton 21 17. Charles, you're up.
1: Okay, well, this is another one that's uh, somewhat interesting, I think. Um, Hamilton, they lost last week, so they're going to be looking to bounce back uh, this week, and Edmonton had the bye week. I still go back to that story from a couple weeks ago uh, what we talked about with Edmonton, they just they're beaten bottom feeders this year they can't beat top level teams and here you've got Hamilton coming into Edmonton with the best record in the league, a somewhat inexperienced quarterback in Dane Evans but at the same time Dane Evans is, uh, hasn't embarrassed himself, he's looked pretty good so it's um, and that Hamilton defense is awfully good. I don't think anyone would really argue that. So we'll see what kind of, um, if any, uh, adjustments that Jason Moss has been able to make in that uh, in the uh, bye week, but I don't know. I'm not feeling Edmonton too much. Edmonton seems like a team that could go into a free fall. Now, of course, the Eskimos are going to have an inexperienced quarterback themselves because Trevor Harris is out. Logan Kilgore is going to start this game. So that's kind of an equalizer there. So if you're looking that you've got two inexperienced quarterbacks, one on either side of the ball, and then you look at the Hamilton defense, you look at the Edmonton defense, to me the scales tips clearly in the direction of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Even with Edmonton being at home, I just think uh, Hamilton – uh, is playing better right now. They've shown the ability to hang and beat uh, tougher teams, uh, where the Eskimos have not. And especially without Trevor Harris in the lineup, I see this as a Hamilton win. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Hamilton 24 and Edmonton 15.
2: Okay, Charles. You know Edmonton is six and six right now. They're at 500 in over 12 right. games, and the BC Lions are terrible at their two and ten. Okay. Yeah. So if 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 Edmonton loses tomorrow against Hamilton, which or this weekend, which we suspect they will, okay, and BC yep. uh, runs shot over Ottawa again. Oh, look, we're talking about an Eastern team, and uh, or and, and the Hamilton team too. Okay. Um. Then uh, BC now is got it four back. wins. Oh no, three wins. I was thinking points. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're trying to catch the Edmonton Eskimos, and it's possible. We need four wins. To tie them, I don't know if that's going to happen in the next. As uh, I
1: said, eight, as I said games. in the last show on Sunday, you weren't here. But as I said in the CFL, anything can happen.
2: Anything can happen. I'm we could a, take Edmonton sure, out and cross over into the East and beat those Eastern teams that we don't I'm talk about enough. I'm not
1: expecting it, but I can't 100% rule it out either.
2: Well, I, math can't rule it out right now.
1: No, it's mathematically possible. So it's as mathematically long as you've possible. got a mathematical chance, is always a slim hope. It's yeah. a slim hope, a very slim hope, but a slim hope. So, who knows?
2: That's uh, true. I mean, BC has only won two games this year, and they were both against Eastern teams. Uh, we're 0-7 against the West. So, mm-hmm. it's got to say something, doesn't it, about the Eastern division? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about the crossover. No, um, let's move on. Uh, Will, what's your take on this right now, the Hamilton mm-hmm. Tiger Cats coming into Edmonton? Hamilton's in the east, right? We're talking about an eastern team now. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. You know. Talk about that you know, eastern I, team, Hamilton.
3: I really like you and Charles. You're the. You're you're just so optimistic. I like you both. Okay. I like optimism. And it well, could actually happen, sure. but, but blind faith. When, I would when, go when, one when, more kind of like religion. Oh, when your team is sucking goat cheese, you got to be optimistic. Okay. That's yeah. simple. Anyways, I don't yeah, have much to say, to, to, to say about this game. It yourself too. I I don't have much to say about this game. This game is done. It's over. It's finished and it's going to be Hamilton 38, Edmonton 14.
2: Okay. And uh Mark has him one Go ahead.
3: And I think uh Brandon Branks is going to solidify his MOP season. So
2: <laughs> Oh god. Phil <sighs> You taking Edmonton here? Absolutely not. The uh, the Edmonton
4: F- Eskimos started off this season, the first four or five games, with we, they were on like a breakneck pace to set a record for sacks. I well, did. people forgot that two of the, two of those games were against the BC Lions, when their offensive line was really struggling. Since then, <laughs> that offense. That B-line of, of the Eskimos just doesn't look like the same powerhouse it did. Uh, we're down to a guy, a, a quarterback whose first name I can't even remember. In Kilgore. Logan.
2: Logan yeah. Kilgore.
3: Logan.
4: Logan, yeah. And uh, Hamilton keeps looking sharp, and they looked pretty good in Calgary last weekend. Uh, I think this Edmonton team is not going to give Hamilton near the fight, so I'm going to take uh, – Hamilton 30,
2: Edmonton 19. 30 to 19, eh? Uh, everybody has picked the Edmonton Eskimos to be under 20 points. I'm not. I'm going to pick the Edmonton Eskimos with 24 points. Unfortunately, Hamilton is going to have 32. So we're going to pick the Hamilton Tiger Cats to win 32 24. Okay? Just like that. Okay, next game up, exciting one. Winnipeg, uh, who's boasting the best record in the league at nine and three. They are tied with that Eastern team, Hamilton Tiger Cats, and uh, at nine and three. Uh, but you know they have padded their stats in the weaker Eastern division. So, uh, actually, is that true? Did I just make that shit out? Oh, yeah, they're four and one in the East, so yeah, it's kind of you know they got almost now they got five wins in the West. Okay, but they're six and zero at home, and but Hamilton's not playing at home; they're playing in Edmonton. Okay, Winnipeg is in uh, Montreal, playing the Alouettes. And the alouettes are uh, actually kind of a resurgent team right now they're they're playing some pretty good football they're like on a six game win streak or something like this five game win streak uh they're 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 playing some pretty mean football uh they uh have their their uh victories are in the western team so yeah okay well we're good so charles uh Mark's got winnipeg winning this one twenty four twenty. This is the return of Andrew Harris after his uh two game suspension for steroids. And uh I hate people who cheat. It kinda reminds me of riders. Um Charles, pick this one.
1: Well, regardless of what uh, Andrew Harris did and note I did not say irregardless, but regardless of what Andrew Harris did
0: <laughs>
1: um he's going to want he's going to be i think a very motivated player to come back uh, off of this two game suspension uh he's still claiming uh no foul and we'll talk about a little bit later but I do think he's going to want to um come out and have a big game I think that the um bombers uh, <coughs> they know that the riders uh won last week so they're kinda nipping at their heels again. They're going to want to uh, reestablish the distance that they had from them uh, earlier. Uh, Montreal has been playing well. They lost a close one last week, and I think they're going to get stuck losing another close one this week because I just think that um, the Bombers are motivated. Chris Trevler has been playing well in the absence of Matt Nichols. Uh, I think he's actually going to be the um I think he's actually going to be the um
2: QB bomber of the future? starter
1: come he's gonna be their starter come next year personally. But I really think that the um if you're looking at it I think the bombers, much like in the last game where I said that Toronto was an improved team, Montreal is an improved team, uh, considerably improved team. I just don't think they have quite enough to go against uh, to take out the bombers. Uh, I think it's going to be another close one, but I'm picking the bombers that uh, carry the day on this one uh, 27 24. Oh, you're getting it close. I think it will be close.
2: But I still think the bombers
1: are going to win.
3: That's a pretty close score there.
2: Okay, uh, jumping right along there. William.
3: Hey, let me ask everybody a question. If the Owls continue on their quest and they do well for the rest of the season, yes, this is—I can't believe I'm actually yeah. going to say this <laughs> is, is Kahari Jones a lock for Coach of the Year? Yes. Right now, I would That's say. What really I That's what I was thinking. Yeah.
2: That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, it think it's right hard here. to dispute that one. I mean, who would? There that? are who? some other,
3: there are some other guys out there though. There's a, a couple like Orlando Steinhauer. He's a rookie coach, head coach. So is uh, Dickinson in Saskatchewan. So
2: Craig Dickinson, and, you know, and that, that powerhouse in the on the West Coast there, uh, Devon Claybrooks as well. Yeah,
3: there's not a chance in hell of that happening. Okay, unless, unless if he wins unless the he cup. makes Unless he makes the playoffs and wins the Grey Cup, or at least makes the playoffs. Anyways, um, I I I don't know how to pick this game, and I you know I just think Chris Strebler, and and we all heard today that that the Bombers dropped their third string quarterback, correct? Yeah, because he, he, he refused come, to come back
2: after the bye.
3: He did not. He did not he, come he, back from the bye.
2: Yeah, he. What refused. happens
3: if Chris? What happens if Chris Trevler goes for a run in the first quarter and gets blown up by somebody and he's out? Then they have McDougal, whoever the hell he is. Um, but
2: they have Andrew Harris. He's a quarterback too, isn't he? Can he play quarterback? Yeah.
3: If he plays well, no, quarterback,
2: successful? Other... is successful. <laughs> could he be here's a, here's a
3: question. Here's a question for you. When you're on suspension for two games, is the CFL allowed to P-test you? Yeah, yeah, they are. I would well, think if you he remember. comes back. If he comes back looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, we know there's something up. Okay.
2: What, what do you remember Federer? Federer or
3: Federic Federic. Federic. Federic.
2: And yep. and he he yep. got a two game suspension after he retired because he tested yep. positive. Um, because yep. it, if you remember correctly, he had some type of an infection, and the doctor was treating it with steroids. And he said that I yeah. will, he informed the league that this was happening. So the league tested them and he failed. So they gave him a two game suspension, but he never played another game in the CFL because he was retiring. And like, guess, what a,
3: guess what? Steroid, Steroids didn't help him? Okay. <laughs>
0: <No>.
3: <laughs> they didn't help him at all. Anyways, um, I'm going to stick with, with, with what I've stuck with all year, and I'm going to say 27. Go Elves. To 16 for the Owls. Go Elves.
2: Okay. I, I even changed the color pen for you there, okay? Uh, like I said, Mark Scott, Winnipeg, 24-20. Phil, what are you taking on this one?
4: Well, I'm sure not taking the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, a uh, young team like that, really full of themselves, first place in the West, mm-hmm. traveling to Montreal—we all know what that means. Party time! Uh, I am—I'm uh, having trouble believing what I heard about the Bombers' third-string quarterback. That is scary because uh, we have it's seen the guy a little bit bruised, a little bit bruised a couple of couple of games. So particularly that Labor Day game in Saskatchewan, there was there was a moment when I wasn't sure he was going to go back in. So I'm going to take the Montreal Alouettes 24 to 22. 24
2: to 22 for Montreal. Oh, CJ, what are you going to do, CJ? Uh, I, I You know what? I, I was going to join Will and take in Montreal, but uh, with, Bill over there too. I, I still can't do it because I really think Winnipeg's going to win. And Andrew Harris is like is uh, w- one pissed off camper right now, and he's focused and he's going to come out and play football. The question, real question, is is at the end of the game are they going to p test him and is he going to pass? Um, anyhow, we're going to talk about that later. So I'm not going to go there. I'm going to take the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and I'm going to go big on this one and I'm going to pick them 38. 38- to 21, 38 to 21. Uh, Personally, if Montreal, who I think has a fairly decent defense, can tee up on Andrew Harris, they have the potential to win this game. If you can stop Andrew Harris, you have stopped the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Plain and simple, they have no other weapons, okay? Yes, they won a game, but it was against Saskatchewan. And it, it, with the, the suspension in place, but hey, come on, let's, let's get real here, okay? You stop Andrew Harris, you've beat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Okay, the last game of the week is the uh, BC Lions traveling to Ottawa to play an eastern team. And out east in the eastern division um, is going to be uh, BC and Ottawa, Red Blacks, right? The Red Blacks. Um, and they're playing them in Ottawa. <laughs> this is getting stupid. Uh, Mark's picking the BC Lions 31-19. 31-19. Charles, what you picking the Lions by? Because I know you're picking well, the boys.
1: Not just the fact that they're playing my Lions. There's not a team in the CFL that I would pick Ottawa to beat uh, at this point. I mean, I watched them live and in person last week. They are a terrible football team. They can't get basic things right. Uh, They're a team in absolute disarray right now. They have no competent quarterback. Their defense can't stop anything. Uh, They're just an absolute train wreck right now. I mean, we've talked about BC, Toronto, Montreal at various times uh, this season being the worst team in the CFL. Quite frankly, the Red Blacks Look worse than any of those three teams at any time right now. The Lions embarrassed them. They beat them 29 to five, and trust me when I tell you, the Lions left points on the field. That game could have been a whole lot worse. That game should have been a whole lot worse. And I'm sorry, uh, I've seen nothing, rem- remotely nothing, from the Ottawa Redblacks that shows me that they're anywhere turning it around because they're not getting. They're not you. If you think a team might turn around, you might see signs of improvement. All I'm seeing from the red-blacks is signs that they're getting worse. And it doesn't matter whether they play Dominic Davis. It doesn't matter when they play Jonathan Jennings. Jonathan Jennings was quoted, um, quoted in the news this week saying, Oh, revenge is not on my mind this week. Is that what you you want to hear from your starting quarterback that got embarrassed returning to the team in field where he got cut? I mean, are you kidding me? It should be on his mind. I made the point saying it's not on his mind because he's not capable of it. I'm sorry. Uh, Riley, uh, okay, the Lions are improving. Their defense is improving. Their offensive line, thank God, looks like it's finally starting to improve. And if Mike Riley is getting time, he will shred this Red Blacks defense because they're, quite frankly, not very good. They're not good at all, as a matter of fact. So I think the Lions are winning this one, and I think they're winning it going away, and I really do because this Hamilton team is a lost cause as far as I'm concerned. They can't beat anybody. I don't see how they're going to win another game this week year. I really don't because they're – they're falling further and further down each week. So I think the Lions are winning this one. I think they're winning it fairly big. Uh, so I'm going to go with BC 38 and uh, Ottawa 15.
2: 38 to 15? Yep. So just in what you've said about the Ottawa Redblacks right now, that Eastern team, um, yeah. if they they had an inter-squad game, both teams would lose. Huh. I don't
1: know. They might not. No, play. the one,
3: the they one, might... the one with Jonathan Jennings as the quarterback would lose. But
1: Dom Davis uh, yeah, isn't healthy. He keeps throwing interceptions. But they, he's always would thrown into it. One of the teams would eventually get a rouge a ruse at some point, so that team mm. might win.
2: Okay, so here's Ottawa's got to play Edmonton, and then they get a bye, and then they got to play Toronto. They could beat Toronto. You never know in week 18. And then Ottawa plays Hamilton, and that's a Hamilton victory. And then Ottawa plays Toronto again, and then Ottawa plays Hamilton again. So, you know, they got – literally, they they play Hamilton twice and Toronto twice for the remainder of the season with one game in Edmonton. Against Edmonton. So yeah. – They're not beating Hamilton. They're not beating Hamilton. They're not going to beat – Edmonton, I don't know about, but I, d- I doubt it. And uh, Toronto's pretty much on a tear right now, so – you could be right I there, Charles. That you're, you're going 0-5 for the – 0-6 for the Red Blacks for the remainder of the season then.
1: I think I think it's possible. I really do. This, this team just – like I said, I saw them in person last week, and they looked horrible.
2: Okay. Can't argue. I simply cannot argue. William, are you going to argue with Charles on this one?
3: I, I, I agree with Charles 100%. I don't think they're oh. going to win another game this year. Um and I'm basing my my pick here strictly on whatever that guy's name was on 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 our on our websites this week who who tried to argue with me argue with me about Ottawa not having their complete defense back because they have injuries so ottawa I'll admit Ottawa doesn't have their complete defense back and they have injuries, so I am gonna pick the b c lions. Fifty Uh-oh. to fifteen. Okay? Fifty <laughs> to
2: fifteen. There's <laughs> the fifty burger. First one of the year.
3: Mike Riley Mike Riley's got his groove on, so here we go.
2: Oh my goodness. C Lions fifty. Ottawa Red Blacks fifteen. That's five zero to one
1: five. Wow. Don't we both don't we both pick Ottawa to score fifteen points?
3: Because they're that bad. They and are that bad. and it's gonna be a miracle. It's gonna be a miracle if Jonathan Jennings throws two touchdown passes to get the fifteen, okay
2: well, no, and it could it could be like five field goals.
3: I don't think he finishes the game through that.
2: Mark's got him with nineteen yeah. points, so okay, Phil, it's up to you, my friend well.
4: Charles, your analysis was fantastic. Really really good. And I even agree with the fact that they probably won't win another game in Ottawa this year. And and the big question like or when people say that is, "Oh, well they got two games against Toronto." But the way is Toronto has looked the last few weeks. And look guys, I'm picking Toronto to beat Calgary this weekend. So I I don't give them any weak ones there, and I don't think they're going to beat Edmonton either. So I am going to pick the BC Lions 26-17.
2: 26-17. Okay, well, they got the the Ottawa Red Blacks in the right ballpark, but I think they are underestimating the BC Lions a little bit there. But, hey, who knows? Um, I like my BC Lions, okay? I'm going to just pick them 42. <laughs> Somewhere in there, forty-two to uh, oh hell, fifteen. <laughs> Let's just, just make it kind of run right, right the little gamut right along there. So, did you say? Hold it, Phil. Did, is that a seven? That's you picked them uh, twenty-six, seventeen. Yeah, okay. that, that's correct. Okay, perfect. So that's a wrap on those games. Uh, this has been fun. I, I really need to go upstairs and get some water. But, hey, okay, let's not do that. You know um, what?
3: You know what? But. The, the, scary, the scariest thing is, and I mentioned this three weeks ago, the teams in the West cannot lose games right now. They, nope. If they want to stay in the race, they cannot lose a game because it, it will be a game changer. They're not going to be where they want to be. Nobody can lose a game. No, it's crazy. No,
2: it's it, it, it's true. But fortunately, right now, the back half of the season, uh, we're playing a lot of Eastern teams, right? Winnipeg and Hamilton. At, well, Winnipeg and Hamilton. Edmonton's playing Ottawa. Saskatchewan's playing Toronto, and BC's playing Montreal. That's next week. That's that's that the, is the last west, that's the west east, right? And this then is the last uh,
4: game Saskatchewan against an Eastern opponent.
2: Yeah. But, and then week 17, you know, Edmonton and Hamilton, Calgary's playing Montreal, Winnipeg's playing Saskatchewan again, and Toronto and BC are playing. And then, then we only have, you know, it's no. It's a, it's, there's a lot of Eastern teams being played by Western teams right now coming up, except, of course, by, you know, the final game of the year, which is historically been the Calgary Stampeders and the BC Lions, and it is again this year, except it wasn't last year. It was kind of weird. It was a weird year. Okay.
3: The last um, the last part of Calgary season they play four western teams. They cannot yeah. lose.
2: Yeah. No, you can't you can't lose a game.
3: No, no, you're it, Red no you
2: no you, you last three games. No week eighteen last four games. Week eighteen you play Saskatchewan, uh Winnipeg in nineteen okay. You got to buy in. Oh no, you're playing Winnipeg. I'm sorry. Yeah, Winnipeg
3: back to back. Winnipeg back to back. And then BC. Okay.
2: Yeah, you can't afford to lose a game. Nobody can. No, not no. Not,
3: no they can't.
2: And, and 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 they will. Calgary. Will, you you will, know, you win. haven't heard. You haven't no, heard
3: a lot of Calgary. You haven't heard a lot of Calgary arrogance out of Will this year. But here you go. I'm going to put it out there. The BC game won't mean anything for Calgary because they'll be in first place to stay. Yeah, you heard that here first.
4: Nick Arbuckle will be starting. I believe. I believe you will. What the
2: Calgary BC game?
4: Yeah, I, I believe by then Calgary will be solidly in first place, and Nick Arbuckle will be starting the final game.
2: Just, just to rest the bow.
4: And this is from a guy with a green jersey.
2: Yeah, that's weird. It's kind of freaking me out. Okay, so let's go over uh, as a popular. Uh, are we really going to discuss power rankings? Oh, uh, can we let let's save that one
3: briefly. Okay. Briefly.
2: You no, know, no, no. We'll save it to the end. See if we've got time, we'll okay. talk about it. Okay. 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 It, it could be could be an, a, a half hour discussion. We could talk forever on power rankings,
1: I or it could be over thirty seconds. Other, the the guys uh, that throw-up power rankings. That was just the official one, but whichever. We can save that to later. you you talking
2: about people puking? Throwing up?
1: Oh, power rankings.
2: Yeah, you said the people who throw up power rankings. Okay, I get it. They shouldn't puke them up. Hey, I was
3: going to I was gonna throw something out real brief about power rankings. I think Todd Mulkey came up this week and said we should have a separate <laughs> lit place for all the power rankings since everybody does them on a regular basis. And he's getting sick of reading so many power rankings. Um, well,
0: actually, my reply, my,
3: my re, my reply to ahead. that is Todd Bogey puts so much crap, and I'm talking crap, on the Let's Talk pages. I don't think okay, he's got okay, any okay. okay, okay.
2: Sorry. Hang on. I'm going to defend Todd here right now because I can. First off, that wasn't mm. Todd that said that. It was Kelly Bale.
1: Yeah, it okay. was. It was He's Kelly right.
2: Bale who, who suggested that we – it kind of like a game chat that we do. And under the game chat, you're allowed to post your power rankings. But if you post them anywhere else, they're going to get deleted. Now, I actually don't mind this. I hated it when I first heard it. But then I perused the um, Let's Talk CFL page, which I hadn't been on in a while. And there was all sorts of power rankings. Most of them were stupid. Most of them were just people vom- Words in the English language because they wanted to. Uh, one guy put up Hamilton first. Uh, everybody else, it doesn't matter. You know, it, this is not a power ranking. This is just a joke. And uh, why do we, why do we tolerate this kind of bullshit on the group? So uh, Kelly Bale has a point that maybe we should just put up a, a game chat power ranking chat. And you, if you're going to post your power rankings, you post it in there and uh, I'm going to give Kelly a little bit of credit on that one because it does make some sense. I'm not going to trash Todd on this one because it wasn't Todd that suggested it.
3: Um, I've got a better idea.
2: But just delete them?
3: All of them except for the Nissan Power Rankings.
2: But they're, they're the biggest joke of them all, usually.
3: Well, no, I mean, it's it's an outside source as opposed to all these people... That just pull these things out of the ass.
2: You know, I used to do power rankings back before it was everybody did them. I was the first person to do a personal power ranking outside of Nissan, outside of TSN and everything else. And I justified my positions with at least a paragraph or two as to why I felt this team was here, why, what, how they were progressing, which they were trending up or trending down. And everything else, and I actually went out and did that. And then I had people just say, "Oh no, I think Calgary or Saskatchewan isn't high enough." And you know, like fuck you, you know. If you're gonna trash what <laughs> I say, Saskatchewan's never
3: high enough. Saskatchewan's never high, high, enough.
2: high enough. If, if I put the riders people... in first place, there would be rider fans complaining that I didn't get them high enough. Okay, so. Um, but but you know it's just like seriously if you're gonna trash what I said and I and and you know I thought this out detailed little blurb on it back your statement up and not one of these power rankings right now is ever backed up with anything intelligent and that's that bothers me okay that Nissan doesn't back theirs up with anything intelligent they just vomit them out just like the rest of them okay so. Yes.
4: That's true. I remember when you did those power rankings and and you wrote that paragraph, you know, behind why you made the, put those particular rankings, and I thought that was really well done. And I'd like to add that you, you know this uh, power ranking that we're all talking about here, the Nissan power rankings, for one of the very few weeks this season, I'm I completely agree with them. I, I don't think they're wrong on one in one case. I,
2: I don't disagree with them either this week. And in reality, if you look at it, this is the second time this year where the power rankings actually didn't change from the previous week. There was no movement this week.
3: Who was in first?
2: Calgary. No, Winnipeg.
3: Winnipeg. Winnipeg I disagree with that.
2: that. Well, you're allowed to.
3: Hamilton should be first. Why? Because they have as good of a record as Winnipeg and they beat Winnipeg.
2: Yeah, but they're an eastern team.
3: The thing is, they're not—they're—they're they're five and all against Western teams this year, or whatever they are, five and one.
2: Five and one. Yeah, I know, I know. And yeah, yeah, we're just picking on on Eastern teams tonight because we can. But Hamilton Tiger Cat—I—I I can't call the high Hamilton Tiger Cats the number one team in the league. I can't. It, it just—I simply I can't do it. But they're your and, second and, favorite team, Christopher. I know they are. I, I'm a Ticat Cat fan. Okay? It's a feline. I'm, if it's not a lion, it's a tiger cat. In fact, t- tigers. I like tigers better than I like lions, but then these aren't really real lions. These are cougars, and I kind of like cougars. Um,
4: hey, I've I got a question for all, all of you about about the first four positions. Winnipeg, okay. Valley, <laughs> Ham- Hamilton, Saskatchewan. Who do you think is going to drop out of that group? Who do, who do you think is going to Ultimately, say finish fourth or maybe out of that top four, out of the power well, four in the CFL. Here,
2: Here's the better question for you, Phil: Is out of the next three down, which is Montreal, Edmonton, and Toronto, which one of them's going to take Saskatchewan out? So
4: that you, yeah, you've uh, you've covered your position pretty well there, Christopher. What about the other guys?
3: Who's going to take them out?
2: Yeah,
4: who's, or
3: who's getting out?
2: No, he just says which which one of the top four is going to fall out of favor and fall out of the top four. And I, I went further than that. I took the five, six, and seven position teams, which is Montreal Alouettes, Edmonton Eskimos, and the Toronto Argonauts, and which one of those teams is going to accelerate into the fourth position. I don't think one of them could.
3: Oh, I think Montreal's capable
2: Montreal's not capable.
3: I think they are. I think uh, they're going to gel at the right time.
1: It, yeah, I, I will not rule it out. I, I will. I I, I, yeah.
2: if, if you ask me which is the Montreal. Weakest, Phil, if the Sorry, question was, which one is the weakest team out of those four, I would have to say it was Saskatchewan. But I still I think they're stronger than anybody else.
4: What about you, Charles?
1: Um, yeah, probably Montreal is the weakest. Um, we're talking about the four of the West, though, right? No, uh, no, no, no. Four. We're
2: talking about the top four in the power rankings right now. Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Calgary Stampeders, yeah. Hamilton Tiger Cats, and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Which one of those four teams do you <laughs> believe is capable of falling out of the top four?
1: I guess it probably would be Hamilton because I think the other three are stronger.
2: Okay. Honest answer. Yeah. Now we'll throw it back at you, Phil. Oh,
4: shit. I didn't realize I was going to have to answer my own question.
2: Well, of course yep. you do.
4: Okay. I'm. Uh, Can you answer it honestly? I'm going to say Winnipeg.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Hey Phil,
3: you just you just woke Mark up, Phil. You just woke Mark up, okay? I'm giving him I'm giving him thirty seconds, he's gonna be on the show.
2: <laughs> Winnipeg's gonna fall out of the top four. I'm not sure they're gonna fall out of the top spot.
4: I, I don't know what you know. If they're going to fall out of that top four as far as wins goes, but I mean, as far as the power rankings go. Okay. And what I, what I mean is they're going to they're going to run up a, some losses here.
2: I don't see Winnipeg dropping out of second place in the power rankings, or in the standings.
1: No, no, I can't see that either.
2: I still think they're
4: doing it with smoke and mirrors with that quarterback.
2: Of course they are. And I will take Andrew Harris over Bo Levi Mitchell any day of the week.
4: But would you, you go vote th- for Andrew you Harris th- for MOP? No. That's a big thing no. in the news this week. They did well, some Well, we Well, we're, uh, we're going to get
2: there. We're going to oh, get there. Oh, good. Oh, good, good. This actually was next. Actually, I was trying to talk about that when you brought up this power ranking shit, because I was trying to avoid the power ranking stuff
3: until later. Do I, do I get do I get to answer the question? Yes.
2: Well, you did, didn't you?
3: Did no, I? Go go did I say...
2: Will. I don't know, Will. Go ahead. Yes, you're certainly, the question's up to you. You know,
3: I I, I, I Charles is not that far off, possibly. Okay. But I'm going to have to go with Saskatchewan.
4: That's twice you went with Saskatchewan. I was hoping you'd switch this time.
3: No, I'm not going to, because I, I just don't. I just don't. Uh, I just. Here, here's a question for you, Phil, and you think about this for a long time. You don't have to answer it tonight, okay? And maybe there's an answer to it that I don't know about. Why did Saskatchewan sign Mika Johnson for all that money and not Willie Jefferson?
4: Thanks for giving me the option for not having to answer that tonight. I, okay. I have an answer, but it's 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 too long. Because I don't
3: I, I don't I lot don't lot want you I don't want you, to, Phil. I don't want you to hang up. Okay?
4: <laughs> okay. I I do have a very good answer. I have a and, very and good it's okay. solid.
2: Let Let's save it for later in the show and or another show.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. it's good. not a this is not a small topic.
1: Yeah, that's one that could be – we could spend an hour talking on that.
2: Yeah, this is not a small topic. I like it. I like it. I want to go there, but not in this show No, or not right now. I need a, okay? I need a
4: telestrator to, to uh, support my position on it.
2: Oh, really? Okay. That would be cool. I have one of those. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I think without without a question, there's a separation between number two and number three. I think without question, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Calgary Stampeders are on a different plane than the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I don't think that the four of them are to a tight group. I think there's a, a separation between the two of them. Okay. As there is a separation between four and five. So I don't think Charles is wrong with Hamilton. I would, I wouldn't, bet money against them falling out of favor here um but i yeah i kind of like hamilton so i'm not going to do that if it, 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 it's just the hamilton fans and brandon Banks lately that's really pissed me off of the hamilton tiger cats so that's kind of why i was picking ottawa as my kind of favorite team in the east but then larry's been <laughs> pissing me off too so it's just kind of now i can't even root for ottawa because he's well he can't root for Ottawa this week, anyhow, because they're playing the BC Lions, and uh, so be it. Um, okay, so let's move on, and the next topic is going to be a Western team. Sorry, you know, we got to talk about a Western thing every once in a while. Andrew Harris. Andrew Harris has served his two-game suspension and will return this week, but he's still trying to clear his name. Can, can he clear his name, and should he even bother? Okay, here's my take on this one right now. If Andrew Harris shut the fuck up and played football, it
3: would go away. <laughs> yep. It would
2: go we away. Went. It would go away quickly. Nobody cares. Okay? Nobody cares. Okay? Yet face facts. You, Andrew Harris screwed up. He screwed up one of two ways. He either took performance-enhancing steroids. Drugs. Okay? Drugs. Or he didn't. And he took a supplement that is not approved or not mainstream or not whatever, trying to get an advantage over the other people. And it was laced with APED. Okay? So either way, he screwed up. He just needs to say, I screwed up. I'm sorry. I apologize. I've served my two games. Let's play some goddamn football, okay? But instead, he takes his sample pack, what's left of his supplement, and he sends it off to a lab for investigation and for uh, diagnostics or whatever you want to call it. Diagnostics is my truck. Um, But, okay, analysis. So they're going to analyze this supplement. Who's to say that he didn't salt it? before he sent it away seriously like I don't believe shit that's coming out of his mouth right now how can we he got caught cheating okay now I'm I'm not picking on Andrew Harris in any way shape or form okay you know everybody's trying to if you're not cheating you're not trying right I mean you gotta be going to the edge of the envelope now I don't agree with that but it's a fact okay Everybody is looking for that advantage, that edge, to take them over the hump beyond everybody else. Andrew Harris either did that by getting caught or by taking a poorly manufactured supplement. Okay, Either way, he made a mistake. And all he's got to say is, I'm sorry, let's play football. And all is forgiven, and let's go. Yes, he is going to. He is not going to win the MOP this year because of this, okay? And he has to accept that. And the Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans need to accept that. You can't get caught cheating and win the major award in the same year, okay? You can't do it. It doesn't happen. Let him come back next year and tear up the league and get MOP status and say, well, he should have won it last year too. Well, yeah, fine. I'm okay with that. He should have won it this year. And he would have won it this year if he didn't screw up. It's not the sports writers. It's not the coaches and GMs of the league that are going to screw up. It's Andrew Harris screwed up. Okay. And you got to, there's no denying that. He has to accept the fact that this mistake is his. Okay. And I love Will's analogy and I'll let it, let him play with it because he's, he's going to, and I don't want to steal his thunder, but it's, it's a fact you can't try to deny this, and sending off your sample for analysis isn't going to make a difference because I don't believe you. That supplement is going to come back positive, and do we know if you put the PEDs in it? No, we don't. If it comes back negative, you, you fucking lost, dude. <laughs> you have no credibility now. Okay? So – You're in a no-win situation. Shut up. Play football. Let's move on. That's my take on this one. And I'm going to toss it off to Will because I love what he's going to say. Do I have Will? Do I have anybody?
3: I'm here.
1: William. Yeah, you have Will.
3: I forgot to unmute. I forgot to unmute. Anyways.
1: Okay.
3: You know. Okay. So, I look at a couple of things here. And like and you guys know this year and i've mentioned it numerous times and i know charles and christopher both shocked about how great i think andrew harris was doing cuz he was doing fantastic
2: yes he was and then, and, he, and he is
3: and then i and then i start thinking about it's not very common for a 32 or 34 year old back to get better as he gets older because it's- it's hard. He's had lots of injuries. He's gotten beat up. And, man, there is nobody else who is close to Andrew Harrison, the CFL, as far as a running back goes. He is the guy. No doubt about it. And then he tests positive for drugs. And and to me, that explains it. Okay? I was gullible enough a week before this came out to think that he's gotten better because he's doing yoga. Okay, which I've heard from people, yoga is a miracle thing. But now, then he goes positive. Everybody else is also saying, well, you know what? There was no signs of it 10 days before that, when he got tested before. Maybe Andrew Harris said to himself, hey, I just got tested. Maybe I can do something, and they won't catch me because I have enough time to take the steroid and then do the masking thing, and it'll be out of my system. He got a caught. Cleanse. Do the cleanse. Do a cleanse. Right. And I mean, I don't know if steroids are the same as everything else about, I don't know, about 10 years. I had a bunch of my guys go to a different company and that different company required drug tests and they all went out and got some kit for a hundred bucks that apparently flushes your system. And they all tested negative. Like, and yeah. I do, they weren't negative. So, Um, Andrew Harris should just be quiet. He should just leave it alone and let it go away. But I guess he thinks his name is smudged and that's what he's trying to do. And that's what he's trying to do. And he's okay. You know, what's his name? Come on. Who was the, who was the sprint? Ben Johnson.
1: Ben Johnson. Didn't
3: he say he was going to prove them wrong?
1: Yeah. I haven't
3: heard from him since. I haven't heard from him since. There's been lots of guys. And as Christopher, what Christopher's talking about is, of course, OJ Simpson still says he's going to find Nicole's killer, okay? And that still hasn't happened yet either, okay? So just, just put it away. Leave it alone. It'll go away. Next year, nobody's even going to be talking about this. Unless you drag it long, I know. Unless you drag it long, you know what? If he hadn't have said anything this week about it, they might have mentioned it in the first broadcast. He was back, and that would have been the end of it.
2: Well, they're talking but, about it because he's he's the MOP front runner and or was. And, but and, you can't and,
3: be an MOP if you test positive. Of course not. Okay.
2: As it it's turns like,
3: out, it's, it's like you can't win a gold medal if you test positive. Okay? Same thing.
2: But the Riders won a great cup when they cheated.
3: But, wow. you know, gentlemen,
2: he's being tried
4: in, in the court of public opinion right now, too, because yeah. by not being able to win an MOP, he cannot... It There's this group of voters who are saying... For, for this reason, I will not consider him in my MOP voting. So it's cost him the MOP. And you MOP. can't,
3: right? But you can't consider him. And and, uh, he is I, just, I don't
4: have a I don't have a position on that. I I I don't think that's necessary. Right? I don't think it's wrong either. I don't have a position on it. But you know, people around this league have basically forgotten. We've had a couple other players in the last two yeah. years also yeah. test positive and get two game suspensions. Uh, Marcus Thigpen, uh, and I believe it was a Toronto playoff game in, in November 2017, tested positive for very similar uh, banned substances and uh, was suspended for the first two games of the 2018 season.
2: Uh-huh. Brandon, nobody, Banks. Nobody, Brandon Banks. Brandon Banks. And
4: nobody nobody talks about that because they simply went quiet and they did, they did make statements saying, I took a supplement, I made a mistake.
1: They took their suspension, they finished their suspension, and then when they came back, they didn't bring it up, and nobody else did either. Well, everyone forgot because everyone doesn't care. Nothing good can come of Andrew Harris trying to clear his name. Even if the so-called test that he sends out comes back, it's not changing anyone's mind. There's no way. You think any of the Ryder fans or anyone like that are going to care if the second test comes back? No. They're not going to remember the second. They're going to remember that he got suspended for two games. And that he got and, busted from PEDs. No one's gonna care. And like I like I said
3: when this first came out, if Andrew Harris had a, had a sat there and said, you know, I'm getting older, I needed something to help me be better, and yeah, I did it, it would be gone by now. Yeah. It would be gone by now. We wouldn't even be talking about it. Nope. But none of those guys will stand up and and and, and you know, Admit their juices. They Absolutely. won't admit they're juices. Right? And you know what guys? He is not he is not the only guy in the CFL who does this. I guarantee I guarantee it. Okay?
4: I, I can add to that. I can add to that, sir. Uh I looked around this league and there are like nine running backs who have have double the average starting CFL running back career lengths in the league right now. And I made a note of them here a couple of weeks ago, and I was going to suggest it as a uh, podcast uh, topic. And uh, the guy, guys, the age of Brandon Rutley and Jeremiah Johnson, and the uh, and one with the least experience would be William Powell. But we're, we're getting these, we're, we're getting these four, five, and six, and seven, and in case of Marcus Bigpen between the NFL and CFL, twelve-year veterans.
1: Stefan Logan.
4: Stefan Logan, yep.
1: Stefan Logan, yep. it has been around forever. But by him going back and trying to clear his name, he's just keeping the story in the news instead of moving yep. on. Yep. Yep.
4: CJ Gable is another old one. Um, you guys could add to that. I have that list somewhere. I just I was looking for it I, while we were talking about it, and I just couldn't quite find it. it that, there's, there's a lot it, of them, it, how are they doing it? I'll post just a list first. of them to the uh, Let's Talk CFL Facebook page.
2: Okay, cool. I just, how are these guys doing it? You know, it's it it can't be yoga. Okay, seriously.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> it so, can't so,
2: be. Okay, what what they basically done in my opinion here is is they have. They're doing what they need to do to succeed, to extend their career, to do whatever else. And I think that the masking drugs, or the masking products, or the cleansing products are getting better. And 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 something squeaked through on Andrew Harris, and he got caught. That's the only thing that can. That's the only thing that makes sense
4: here. Really. Okay. I, I... I have no I, I don't want to direct attention to that these guys all might be might be uh, cranking but what I would like to do to point out is it is something's going on there's a lot of improved training techniques as well and the the game has changed too the the intelligence of the running back is more important before than it used to be before we were just looking for talented running backs now the blocking schemes and and everything has changed in the CFL. We're seeing all these fancy blitzes and uh, running backs uh, being able to pick up blocks is becoming more and more important. So I think that's another reason that maybe veteran running backs are becoming more important in the CFL as well. So uh, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to throw shade on, on older running backs and suggest that, that they might all be on the stuff.
3: Yeah, but you know, I I look at, I look at things, okay, differently okay, because I look at some of these guys and a lot of these guys who play CFL football, and these guys are all jacked, okay? And, yes, I know they they have their fitness reg- regimes and they work out constantly. I've worked out for a long time, and at no point in my life did I ever look at it like that, okay? And I see guys at the gym all the time, and I guarantee you, at fifty-six years old, I'm just as strong as they are. But they got they got na no, they got muscles coming out of their nostrils, okay. And it's to me, it's obvious. It's obvious. Yeah. So, but whatever.
2: Not not going to argue or dispute that. And it it's just a fact of life of what happens. And let's just. Deal with it and move on. But Andrew Harris, stop talking about it, okay? Advice from a friend, stop talking about it. Move on. Play football. Play football. You're good at it. Play football. Okay. Let's ditch this topic. Three Down Nation has posted an article ranking the CFL's top receivers. Ooh, this was a scary little article, if I remember correctly. It was interesting, it was interesting. I, I, I did take a boo at it. Let me go up here and find this. Top receivers. Got the article here. It's on Facebook. Sorting CFL receivers into tiers. I, yeah, I kind of like this. I, I read most of this article. I do hate this pop-up telling me to give them money. Um, I just hit the X. Of course. I'm not giving them money. Um so what he did was he took the f- top 3 players and said in no particular order three receivers in the league Brandon Banks, Brian Burnham and Darrell Walker. And then he said who the guy that he thinks is the best and who the, he thinks the guy in the bottom is. So basically he does put them in order. Uh, he says Brian Burnham's the best receiver in the CFL. He's the best well-rounded pass catcher and all-star quarterback. He's just playing on a shitty team. Okay? And in the bottom, he put Brandon Banks on the bottom of the – I mean, it's still third place in the league. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Um So, what do you think of this, Phil? Do you agree with him? Do you think these are top three receivers in the league?
4: Oh... <sighs> I don't know. I've, I've never been as big a Brandon Banks fan as some of the rest of you, honestly. I hate I hate um,
1: him,
2: but
4: he's amazing not, right now. Not, okay?
1: He's a great player, but I don't like him.
4: Yeah. And and as far as Daryl Walker goes, at least until maybe the last few weeks, I thought he had lost a step. So I'm just going to w- hold out on him. But as far as Brian Burnham goes... There is no CFL fan in this country who will disagree with Brian Burnham being in that group. As far as the second group and who I'd move up to that first group, I would definitely move up Reggie Bagleton. And uh, is my, my picks for the top two receivers in the league this year are probably Bagleton and Burnham. And there are a couple sleepers out there on the in the east, too, that uh, Addison, as well as in uh, Montreal. Sorry, the name just escapes me. And and in Toronto, too. Sorry? Devon
2: Posey.
3: Devere Posey. Devere Posey.
4: Yeah, and, and, you know, there's one other one. uh, Is it uh, Johnson? um, Something Johnson. uh,
3: Jack Johnson?
4: No, uh, first or second year... CFL, or maybe I've, maybe I'm mistaken on Johnson. It'll be, he'll be on the list if I just scroll down. Sorry, I just opened that webpage. And uh, another one I'd like to move up. Oh, is uh, is definitely Shaq Evans.
2: He's uh, he can be moved up the list a little bit. Yeah, but we're not. We're, I'm just doing the top three right now. We're not going all down there. Oh, we'll sorry, get there yeah. down in a bit, right? We're just talking about the top three right now: Brandon Banks, Brian Burnham, and Darrell Walker.
4: So okay. Christopher, you
2: caught me off guard. I should right. pay more attention. So, so it, it, I mean, it's those three, and and if I get you correct, you're you're looking at this and saying, well, maybe Darrell Walker shouldn't be there. Reggie Begelton should be. So you're trying to swap those two out. Is that what you're trying? You started off on this with? Yes, sir. Okay, great. Charles, what's your take on these top three?
1: Um, I. Don't mind it. I think Brad Banks, despite the fact that I can't stand him, uh, he, I, I would put him in a top-tier um, uh, receiver. Brian Burnham, I love Brian Burnham. I mean, I don't hide that fact. I think he he's my pick for the best receiver in the CFL, perthley Darrell Walker, uh, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't had a 1,000-yard season since 2016, that's three years ago. Now, he played some in the U.S. Uh, he was out in the States. He's had some injuries. He's a good receiver. I'm not convinced I put him top three, though. Uh, I'm kind of on the edge with him. I, he's a great receiver. I don't know if
3: he's my top three.
2: Okay. William, what's your take on this one?
3: You know what, I'm a, like Charles, I don't like Brandon Banks, but Brandon Banks, is the last two you, years, you, he's proved himself. But
2: you can't deny his, his results.
3: No, absolutely not. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a good receiver, there's no doubt about it. Brian Burnham speaks for himself, and I still think Darrell Walker, I think personally, I think Darrell Walker is the best all-around receiver in the CFL.
2: Okay. So I, I I'm, don't I'm so, disagree with these top three I, I'm, I'm siding with Will On this one I, Without question I think Darrell Walker is an amazing receiver And uh, He he deserves it and, and, and should be in this top three without question uh, Just absolutely Amazing receiver That doesn't mean that he Is performing at that high level Depending on what team he's on And who his quarterback is And who his uh, supporting cast are I, is amazing he has hands that no one else has in this league him and Brian Burnham just scare the shit out of me okay uh, next three were Reg, Reggie Bagleton uh, Greg Ellingson and Kamar Jordan wow uh, Reggie Bagleton without question is at the top of this class this group uh, and, and could there could be an argument that the first tier should have had four I don't think I would have taken anybody out of the top three, but I think I might have put a fourth up there in Reggie Bagleton. Um, uh, Greg Ellingson is not doing what I think he should be doing. Uh, he's not performing well in Edmonton. Uh, yes, same quarterback. What's going on? I don't know. And Tamar Jordan, uh, that's a toss, toss of the coin for me on that one.
1: Charles. I want your analogy on this one. Reggie Bagleton is definitely in this group, and maybe should be bumped up to the top group because he's having a phenomenal year this year. Greg Ellingson is a great receiver. Um, he's getting up there. He's getting up there in years. Um,
2: should be tea testing him more often.
1: You know, he, he's still an effective <laughs> receiver, um, but. Uh, I personally think he's somewhat on the decline, and his numbers seem to show that. Uh, So I'm kind of iffy on him. As I am on Kamar Jordan, uh, he's having a great year this year. I don't think these are based solely on this year. I think these are kind of overall rankings. Uh, So Kamar Jordan, before this year, his his top uh, yardage level. With seven hundred. Now he's over nine hundred yards this year. Um, um, whether that's solely him or just the offense he plays in, so I'm kind of on the fence on both Allington and Jordan in this position. Charles. Yep. What
3: stats are you reading?
1: I'm reading. Kamar,
3: uh, jo- Kamar we'll Jordan back. has not. Kamar Jordan has not played it down this year.
1: Oh, sorry. You know what? I'm looking. I was just looking at the recent year. It's 2018. I didn't notice that 2019. He's out with an injury, isn't he?
2: Yes, sir. So that's
1: even that's even more reason why I don't put him there.
2: Yeah, I I don't know why he was there, and and I didn't know it. I forgot he was out with an injury. So you're right. I, yeah, I'm
1: looking at the numbers, but it's, so
2: why is he on this list? Year.
1: Period. Yeah,
2: a lot of, Oh, it's a three down nation.
1: I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: the next list, I you know, I don't even care how it goes down. Darvin Adams, uh, Braylon Addison, BJ Cunningham, Davarius Daniels, Shaq Evans, Jordan Williams, Lambert. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what Ricky Collins, Junior from
1: Phil on the last one,
3: what oh, didn't we? And you missed me, too. And you missed or me, Will. too. Just me, oh. you went,
2: We I missed half ha- the what panel. Else? What, what else is really important, Charles? Seriously,
1: well.
2: <laughs> okay, William, go ahead. Talk about Reggie Bagleton, Greg Allingson, and Kamar Jordan and how wonderful well, they are.
3: And, okay, now my, my my first question is Reggie Bagleton, yeah, he's having a great year this year, no doubt about it. But it's, it's a situation because last year he didn't play that much for Calgary because he was like a fifth or sixth or seventh receiver. So. Is it the situation this year that's made him better? And Calgary has nobody else to throw to except for uh, that other guy. I can't remember his name, sorry. Um, And I don't even think Kamar Jordan should be there because Kamar Jordan was having a great year last year, and I think he was ready to take over as the Stampeders' number one receiver. Maybe the number one receiver in the CFL, but then he tore his – ACL, PCL, and MCL, and I don't know if he'll ever be the same. So um, they say he is close to coming back, but I tend to wonder. Um, Yeah, so I'm not – I mean, Greg Ellingson in my mind, has taken a step back this year, so I don't even think he should be there. Um, Reggie Bagleton, Kamar Jordan, yeah, there's got to be – I'm thinking guys like Devere Posey should be on there. And, oh yeah. And, and he's way, you know, down. he's
1: couple, way down the list. He's I know he is. I know he low is. low on this list. And, and
2: you, you know, know, so, Lucky Whitehead, I think should be a lot higher on this list even though he's played such limited amounts up there. Yeah. The the, the guy is amazing. And and not only in his hands but in his yak yards. So, you know, if can't you're going I the main yeah, I know. If you're going to put Lucky Whitehead and Chris Matthews in the same group, one of them is the all-star receiver for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and the other one got released by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yeah, yep. I mean, Lucky Whitehead
4: is a is a big-play guy. Uh, he's probably the only guy that we've discussed here so far tonight who isn't a proven route runner. He's a uh, throw a uh, hitch pass and make something happen kind of guy. He,
2: he's a yakker
4: guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a uh, basically a running back, a, a, a scat back, a, uh, a receiver. You throw the ball to the, to the outside behind the line of scrimmage. Guy too, he hasn't proven to be a route runner in the CFL. There is a lot of technique to run, route running in the CFL. We haven't had we haven't had the opportunity to see him uh, do any of that. So I don't I don't think he's achieving it in a practice yet. I, I was in favor of getting him the ball more in the Winnipeg offense, but uh, not for for his route routing because we haven't seen him run routes yet, so I don't I don't think we can count him as a receiver yet. He's more of a novelty player, more of a Marcus Bigpen type player.
3: Does he score Marcus. points? Yes. Yep. Not that he many. He scores
2: points He scores points. Okay. Does he? Yeah, but how yards? He plays. Yes, he does. Okay. What yeah. matters at the end of the game? The W. Who has more W's in this league? Winnipeg. Oh, Levi Mitchell. No, he doesn't.
3: Well, you said this year. You said who has more wins? Oh, Levi Mitchell. He's the leader with wins. Mm.
4: In this league. Greatest starting quarterback
3: of all time in the CFL. Greatest start ever for a CFL quarterback.
4: But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, yourself, you, you said Reggie Bagleton. He was like fifth, sixth, or seventh receiver yep. at the beginning of last year. And, uh, and then we've seen all these talented receivers leave Calgary. And maybe this is why some of uh, Bo Levi Mitchell's stats are starting to look kind of pedestrian. Maybe he, his receiver's overall talent has dropped a little bit. I, I, I don't disagree that Bagleton, and I, in fact, I think he should be at the top of this list. I watched him in the preseason game against the Riders, and that guy can run routes. And, and, and yep, the, absolutely. between him and Bo Levi, it's, it's magic. And, and, and it turned out to be with Nick Arbuckle, too. And that's a sign of a good receiver. And, and I, I really believe that's what got Nick Arbuckle through that injury of Bo Levi's, was the fact that Reggie Bagleton was there on that team. Uh-huh. Now, what absolutely. they have behind I... that... I, I don't intrigued. believe it's as I don't believe it's as strong as as the Calgary Stampeders are used to having.
3: I don't I don't that's, necessarily know if they're as strong as or they're just not developed as. Yeah, Be yeah, that's what me. I mean.
4: Yeah. yeah, that's that's a fair answer, and that's what I
2: meant basically. Yeah.
4: Yep. So I'll turn it over to you guys.
2: Okay, so that's the end of this one. I, I yeah I going through the list right now is just why. Oh, you know, Canadian depth, okay, cool. Um I'm excited, prospect depth, yeah, I'm excited. More Canadian depth, the smorgasbord Uh you know.
3: Can I throw one thing out there? Just
2: sure. We going to talk about Don many, Carter?
3: No, how many bomber receivers are there on the whole entire list?
2: I don't think there's any.
3: Darvin Adams won. That's it. Lucky
2: lucky Whitehead.
3: Yeah, you brought him up. Is he on the list? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, is he? Okay.
4: You can't have star receivers without a quarterback to control the ball.
3: Good point. Fair point. That's
2: true. Yeah, and you can, you know, there's no point in having a star quarterback if you don't have any receivers to catch it either.
3: That's true, too.
2: I mean, I, I think there's some receivers in not yet seen the best of. Uh, Javon Cote, Cote, I think, is one of them.
1: Boy, I really like him.
2: I And, you know, being a BC Lions fan, I look at him a little bit more than anybody else. But I, I think that that is somebody who we're going to talk about in the future.
1: Well, yeah, for sure. Maybe not this year.
2: Maybe not this year.
1: But you know, as a Canadian yep.
2: and as a star receiver, he's 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 going to happen. He's he's going to get the name of of, of synoply out there. He's going to be he's that good. He's got the tools. He's going to reach Durant territory, I think. It, I, I think you know, it, for this list, Durant Carter is way too low. But he hasn't done anything. In sheer talent, he's one of the best receivers in this league. Okay? And, and best. without question he is. He just hasn't done anything this year. And No. You know, when you've got a, a team like the BC Lions who are fighting for the basement of this league right now or claw, trying to claw their way out of the basement of this league right now, <laughs> And you have a quarterback that is in the top three of yards this year? Okay? The top three. I I think he is. Is he number is number three behind Trevor Harris and uh
1: McLeod Bethel the other guy? Thompson. Yeah.
2: Cloud Bethel yes. Thompson. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: You would think that all of your receivers would have some amazing fucking yards, wouldn't you? Yep. Deron Carter's not, not, 21 overall in the league. You know, Christopher, think about this.
4: Would the 2019 BC Lions have been better served if they had been the 2017 Saskatchewan Rough Riders and played Deron Carter on defense? No. And don't, I was going to say, don't say no because just you think
2: about it. No, I don't have to. I don't think De'Ron there, Carter should have played no defense worse. for the set 2017 riders. I think that was the stupidest thing that I've ever seen is to make him play defense. It's, it's, it the was 2019
4: ridiculous. The Lions would be no worse on offense than they were so far in 2019 if they didn't have De'Ron Carter. Yeah. The problem is, is... I don't think defensive back.
1: I don't think he's that good as a defensive back. I remember him getting lit up a few times.
4: Yeah. He made a couple I, of
1: plays, but he also got burned quite a few times.
4: It, I think he only got beat twice, honestly, twice. And we see guys get beat twice a game all the time in the CFL. He got beat twice in two games.
2: Oh, actually, I made a mistake there. He was, he's 21 overall in passing this year, but he's 25 overall in receiving.
1: He's higher on the passing yard of Geneva than the receiving. Good lord. Yeah I yeah. <laughs> I see
4: it changing for him though. They're, they they were running him on that same side of the field, uh, same pattern, same comeback pattern every time, then try to break it deep. Uh, they tried it a couple times a few times deep and I don't think they had any success. And uh, but I do see them working him into the offense a little bit differently in that last game. So I do see him having more success as the season goes on.
1: With all hey, so respect his touchdown catch last week shows his potential. Those are the type of plays that we would expect from him. How he caught yes. the ball and how he took the hit and hung on to it.
4: Yeah, you're, you're right, Charles. Like I said on Sunday night, there, he there, I, there's a lot of the guys on this list, including probably Reggie Bagleton, who may not have caught that pass. Mm-hmm. Very few people had the physical skills to to know their knees are going to be cut out from underneath them. Almost come to a stop, extend his body, knowing he's going to get hit from behind, and I mean crank from behind, and still hang on to that ball. That's NFL skills.
2: He's an amazing receiver. His mouth gets him in trouble too much, but that yep. doesn't that doesn't kill his talent. Okay, I don't know what's the matter with him. He has been targeted more this year than Brian Burnham. Okay, Brian Burnham's <clears throat> number three on the list. Dron Carter's twenty-five something's wrong. But,
4: and most of those targets are, are seven to 12 yards.
2: Yeah. And, and they, most of them were too far out of his reach too. So I'm not going to throw that on Mike Riley. I'm going to throw that on panic. Um, and, 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 and looking at the stars, um, we've only got 1000 yard receivers so far this year. You know who it is?
1: Brandon. Reggie.
2: Bangleton. No, it's not. It's Reggie. Reggie. Bangleton. Oh hmm. well. Brandon Banks is number two at nine sixty seven. Brian Burnham's at nine forty three. No doubt in my mind that and Darrell Walker's at eight ninety seven. No doubt in my mind that these guys are all going over the thousand yard mark oh, this yeah. year.
1: But, but no um, question.
2: Yeah. And I think we probably could have ten of them up there or nine of them. Uh Greg Ellingson is down at the 821 mark, and then it takes a significant drop down at number ten position with Eric Rogers down in the, the high sixes. High sixes might be a push George, to try to get a thousand yards this year, but we're going to have nine thousand yard receivers this year.
4: With Jordan Williams
2: Lambert back
4: in Saskatchewan, everything's going to open up for Shaq Evans.
3: Yeah, no
2: doubt about that. Uh,
3: as you know, long as Lambert doesn't have the NFL hangover, yeah, that's the big question with him.
2: Here, here's the big one: Dominic Rhymes. Do you know who he is? Yep.
4: Yeah, he caught some of the most beautiful passes this year, and that's when Dom Davis looked like the best quarterback the CFL has seen in the past decade since Bo Levi Mitchell came into the league.
2: He's the number eight receiver in the CFL this year, and who's his quarterback?
1: Well, he's been Jonathan back and forth Jennings, between Jennings and, Dom- and Dominic Davis.
2: Yes. Yes. How and he's, he's that the,
1: high is beyond and me. And
2: he's in the top ten. That means that he's an amazing receiver, okay?
1: Yeah. You're right. He probably Imagine him a on a team, team with a quarterback. Yeah.
2: Yeah, amazing. 15 yards per catch on average, 15.7. And he, he does not have a lot of yak yards. He's one of the lowest yak yard quarterback our receivers out there. So these are true catches. Uh, this this show's over, guys.
1: Yep. Oh my god, it, is. it we, is.
2: We didn't get it we didn't even get halfway through the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh good luck <laughs> That's okay. Rob, Rob Bags, even retired. Uh <laughs> who cares? Who cares, He's Gone, He's Get out of here. With the best record currently in the CFL, are the Ticats the best in the CFL, or are they pretenders? Well, they're not the only team with the same record, okay? They're the same. Um, Winnipeg Blue Bombers have the same record. So you can't just say that they're the best record. They don't. They share the best record. Uh, all intents and purposes, and they're an Eastern team. And of course, we're talking about Eastern teams a lot more than this show because uh it's been requested. So we're talking about Eastern teams and the Hamilton Tiger Cats are not the best team in the league and uh, are they pretenders? No, I don't think they're pretenders. They're just there. Okay. Uh minute left in the show and let's end this up. This has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 397. <laughs> I've been your host, Christopher Jones, and I'd like to thank you all for talking football. I had a lot of fun, enjoyed myself. We went off script all over the place, but we got to talk about some serious football and some burgers. <laughs> does it get any better than that. We didn't talk real about any. Real and fake. Pit. Yeah, real and fake. Kind of like tits. Um, okay.
3: Now,
2: gotta put, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know where that came from. I really don't know where that came did from. Did you just say
3: that? He did.
2: <laughs> inside voice. Inside
1: voice. Where's that filter? Okay, say goodnight, Charles. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this weekend's games, and we'll talk to you on the weekend. Okay. Phil, do it. Good night,
4: everyone. It's a bye week for Riders fans, so good time to do a home renovation. Yeah, good, good luck with that. Uh,
3: Will. Typical Rider fan. He doesn't support any other team. Um, hey, watch football this weekend. There's going to be some good games. Go out.